The following program may contain viewpoints and opinions that do not necessarily reflect those of Radio That Doesn't Suck Incorporated or its employees. Welcome to Real Estate Toronto, the radio show about buying and selling real estate in the greater Toronto area with Aura Ross from the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team. 30 minutes of hot topics and indispensable advice from experienced professionals that work for you. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to Real Estate Toronto Radio, and we're... We're live. We're live, but we're not in studio. We're in studio. We're live at the 246 is how we refer to ourselves uh-huh. here. We're in the six, as they say. Yeah, We are in the Mulholland Ross Group uh, um, offices at 246 Shepherd Avenue West in Toronto, just off of Young. So if you're ever in the neighborhood, don't make yourself a stranger. Do stop in and say hello. Free parking on the bus route. Yay. Good coffee. Yeah. Great coffee. Coffee's always on. Water's available. Friendly smell when you walk in. What there you go. What ask for. Yes. Um, so um, it's been an exciting week in real estate in Toronto. Has it? It has. Do tell. Well, okay. I'm going to first talk about my little bubble right here around our office since we are live here at Shepherd. What's been going on right around our office here in Shepherd? Um, to give you some perspective, last year at this time. Our 50-foot lots were just starting to hit one, two, one, one hundred thousand, one million, two hundred thousand. Thank you. Um, so that's where we were last year. As of today, our 50-footers are all getting over 1.4. We did see one go for in the one threes south of Shepherd, and the last six have done over 1.4. And I'm talking literally right around this office at Young and Shepherd on the west side of Young and south of Finch. The numbers drop a little bit when we get north of Finch, but all the numbers are up. So um, literally looking at properties that actually sold a year ago for 1.2, reselling today at 1.4 to 1.450. We saw a beautifully renovated home on um, a street called Santa Barbara. Love that street. I love that street. And it just broke 1.5. That was beautifully renovated. The three-bedroom bungalow. Wide homes. On a 50-foot lot. Yeah. So very exciting. And I thought, you know, I just, I thought I'd pull up the historic statistics from the Toronto Real Estate Board. So, okay. So, okay. So we'll, we'll hang take on to your seats on this. We'll one. take, we're going to take a short break and oh, okay. I'll come right okay. back to that. I know you're eager to start, <laughs> but you know, we uh, have to take a short break. You're listening to realestatetorontoradio.com. music you'll hear on Out of the Blue will be jazz for the most part. No specific styles or genres. Every piece of music is hand-picked to deliver quality performances. Out of the Blue can be heard on rtds.ca, live Mondays 1 to 3 p.m., and encore performances Tuesday to Friday, anytime on demand. It's the true spirit of jazz, a touch of everything and then some. Thanks for listening. I'm Larry Green. Buying or selling a home? 
condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com. Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home, the Mulholland Ross Team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland Ross team at 416-230-8500. Welcome back to realestatetorontoradio.com. Coming to you live from 246 Shepherd Avenue West. In the hood. We're, we're just refer to us as the 246. The 246. Uh, or, or as we sometimes refer to ourselves as the MRG at the 246. Okay. There you go. When we're feeling really cool about ourselves. Um, so I pulled up the historic stats from the Toronto Real Estate Board. So we, we know that 2015 ended with an average price of $622,000. Right. I'm going to quiz you, Todd. 623. If we went back 10 years, 2005, do you know what the average price? was 10 years ago on the Toronto Real Estate Board? Uh, 623. I will say 360. Ooh, very close. 335. Oh, it was a bit high. I, I thought it was going to be a little low. And if I go back another 10 years to 1995, now 1995, 96, was the Toronto Real Estate Board sort of lowest point after that peak of 88. Remember, we hit that peak in 1988. So from 330, you're going to quiz me. I'm going to say 260. 203. Wow. And in fact, in 1996, we wrote the average price is 198. So just to regroup on average price, we're talking about all types of homes, condos, yeah, okay. townhouses, freehold, yeah. from Brampton to Scarborough. And I keep forgetting that because Actually, that's why I'm going high. We're going right across the GTA, right? Yeah. And that's why I'm going high because yeah. I keep thinking about the freeholds. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know... I know, I know these prices are a hard one to grip right now for our home buyers. I know there's a lot of stress and the big one is what if the price drops? What if the price drops? I, I, you know, you have to decide when you're buying real estate, are you speculating on a short-term investment or are you investing in a long-term real estate plan, right? We've talked about that a lot, right? Right. And speculators, look at the speculators for the last 10 years have done fairly well. And in the last two years, have done extremely well year over year. But I don't know that that's a great business model to go after all the time. The market, you know, can... Yep. can shift on you. But in a 10-year period, so from 1995, we went from 203... 10 years later, we were at 335. 335. Yeah. 10 years later, we're at 622. 622. Yeah. So if you bought that property 20 years ago, when you thought about it and you freaked out and said, I just don't think I can afford it or prices are crazy or whatever it was, um, you'd be doing just fine. And you could have either been renting it out if it was a second property or yeah. living in it. Living in and it. And doing quite well. Living in it. So, um, again, I mean, I, I was with a family this morning and they're nervous about the price points out there. And, um, 
you know, I can't sit and tell people, don't worry about it, it won't drop. I can say to people, if you're living in it, it's your home, or you financed it in such a way that you're comfortable with it and you've got rent, be prepared to hold. And quite frankly, go into it planning to hold. I mean, you and I have had this conversation so many times. Our wealthiest Canadians, our wealthiest people own real estate. They don't often sell it. They hold it because they know it becomes leverage for the next investment. And as, as you always keep saying, even if there is a dip, it will likely, we've never seen it not recover, have we? We have not. In fact, it, it's what we call a ratchet up. So if you can picture a line going up, we peak, it goes down. It goes up again, past the first peak, peak and it drops. And when it drops, it always drops higher than the last peak. Right. So, you know, if we, we, we peaked in 07 there and then we dropped in 08, if we're peaking right now, if it were to drop, the question is, was, would it go lower than we saw in 07? Well, historically, uh, the pattern is no, it wouldn't. It will drop a certain percentage. Yeah, but not even get to where we peaked the last time, which was less than 10 years ago. And we thought that was as high it was a, as it was That's ever right. going to go. Because we felt in 08 that little shift under our feet. So, um, you know, I just, I think this is an interesting one. Now, I'm just going to add a little something to this. In all the craziness of this market, and we are seeing, you know, 5, 20 offers on homes, if you look closely, you will find a house around you, possibly, maybe not in every community around the city, but there's likely a home around you that has been on the market for two to four weeks. Hmm. Now I ask you as a home buyer, now you're the buyer, not the seller. I'm not talking about you sellers, home buyer. Stop and look at that one that's sitting on the market. Stop and look at it. Perhaps they just didn't underprice it for the bidding war. And so the buyers, as we hit spring, there's a little bit of what I call mob mentality going on out there. And everybody runs to the next best thing. So a new listing comes up, everybody runs to it and bids on it. And the price soars up high. And then somebody buys it, but there might be nine people left over and they're waiting for the next one to come up. In yep. all of that kerfuffle, there's probably a house sitting on the market less than what that house just sold that you watched five or ten people bid on. And you can walk in and buy it. And you and I have talked many times. Some sellers are quite adamant that they want a house to go for a certain price. And they're unwilling to drop it. So you, you come in and they hire you as the agent and you go, I think this should be a million. And they go, no, it's 1.2. And you're kind of stuck. I mean, right. you counsel them, you coach them saying right. this is probably the best price. But some of them are stuck, but I'll tell you what else is happening out there, Todd. Like we just had it. Um, guy put his house up for one three nine nine. Okay, didn't get a bidding war. It sat. At the end of the day, it sold a couple weeks later for one three ten. Okay. The following week, somebody puts the same property. In fact, I would tell you it's a lesser property. Same neighborhood, one block away. Listed for a million ninety eight. Hmm, it's that just underprice. They get one, four, three, six for it. So it's so not even one, one or one, two. No, they get one, over one, four. So the question becomes that house that just sold for one, three, ten, the one that sat for a month that everybody thought, you know, I, I know what goes through buyers' minds. They say, well, if other people aren't buying it, there must be something, something wrong. wrong with it. I'm not going to buy it. Meanwhile, 
they're running to the next one to bid up over what that one's sitting there for. So there's some sellers out there saying, listen, I, I don't want to do that price low thing. I'm not comfortable with it. I can't sleep at night pricing my house less than what I, I expect to get. I'm going to put out my price and let somebody come and negotiate with me. And yeah. oh, buyers, hire the agents who are willing to take in an offer and go through the process. Because oftentimes, buyers, you're going to find yourself purchasing for less than your friend who's competing against six other offers blindly. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, it's the first thing we tell all our buyers. You know, if here's how we might be able to get you in for less than what the others are doing, and that is we're going to look for those properties that are sitting. And again, they don't have to fear that there is something wrong with it because, again, that comes up through home inspection. It comes through exactly. a couple of visits. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you're buying a lemon or you're going to buy, you know. Yep, not exactly. So, so um, cut the mob thing. Cut the following the pack. I mean, the best deals out there, the ones that the, the obvious, the, the ones that aren't obvious, the ones that everyone else isn't running for. And, uh, you know, if you have questions about that, of course, I invite you to give us a call because we, we love nothing more than to help our buyers see through that, I don't even know what to call it, the maze of, of what's going on. It's a rat race. It is. You're chasing other buyers around. Have you ever seen a dog chase his tail? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I guess you have seen one recently, recently too. I know. <laughs> Before we go to break, I want to touch Did on... Did you want to talk about your new puppy? Well, no. Okay. I want to talk about real estate. <laughs> and I think one of the things that we sort of touched on is that house that has been sitting for two to four weeks, mm -hmm. does it not give a potential buyer a bit more leverage to do something with the price or conditions, conditions to give yeah. them a bit of flexibility? Because sure. maybe financing is an issue or maybe, maybe they really want, want a home inspection. A hundred percent. And it's not to say that, you know, I'm not saying, hey, if a home has been sitting on the market two to four weeks, it's crazy overpriced and there's something wrong. I'm saying it might not even be overpriced. Maybe you're going to walk in and still pay, you know, full price or one point off of it. But chances are you will get your due diligence time, your, your conditional period. You'll get a chance to crunch your numbers, get your parents through whatever it is yep. you want to do and actually think about it as opposed to some of these other situations where you are on the spot to make a decision about spending, you know, over a million dollars in, in, in a matter of minutes. We've seen that where people are sitting in cars presenting yep. multiple bids and yep. it's oh, and crazy. i got to tell you, sellers love it, right? I mean, it's an awesome way to sell a house for you sellers out there. For the buyers, as, as, as a realtor, when, I'm, when we're representing the buyer, our job is to try to protect you from it because we know what, what happens. And that seller who has had the property is probably going to be pretty willing to work with a, with a strong offer or Absolutely. either an offer with a few conditions yep. because they probably haven't had much activity. That's correct. So, yep. Okay. Yep. Great. You're listening to Real Estate Toronto. Radio.com. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Annoying, frustrating. Of course, you're referring to me. Some days, enlightening, engaging. And now you're referring to yourself. Most days. <laughs> Just a few of the words employed to describe our show, The Mots. You'll come up with your own. Hi, we're The Mots, Paul and Carol. Inviting you to join us weekdays at 2 on Listen Up Talk Radio at talk-radio.ca. And there's an encore performance with Mots Weekend. You can check us out at themots.ca. Here's another word for you. Oh, I wouldn't go there. Hi, it's Paul Capelcante, host of The Vinyl Experience, with a couple of magic numbers for you to remember. This is real simple. Are you ready? Here we go. Nine and three. Every Sunday at 9 a.m., 3 p.m., 9 p.m., 
And for good measure, 3 a.m. on Monday. This is all Eastern Time. Your time's for the vinyl experience. Back to realestatetorontoradio.com, the show that brings you weekly tips, tools, tricks, and the latest information on real estate in Toronto. And we are and right. specifically North York. North York. Where we are. Yeah, we, you know, gosh, thank you for saying the word North York. I love North York. See, I still use Willowdale and people go, where's that? I know. And Willowdale used to be a huge uh, postal district, I guess, because we I lived at Don Mills and Finch. I grew up that I lived in Willowdale. Willowdale used to have A, B, and C, and I think even D, postal. I mean, yeah. it was just huge. Yeah, yeah. You'd think there were a million people living here alone. Yeah. Okay, so, um, okay, I wanted to just take a minute because a couple weeks ago we talked about the whole exclusive listing and I was trying to, you know, share with our listeners just just more insight as to what it means to have an exclusive listing. It means your home's not going on that MLS right. system and um, took a lot of calls and questions over the last few weeks on that because it seems that there are some sellers out there that, have exclusive signs on their lawn for a few weeks with their agent saying, if we don't sell it, we'll go to MLS. Right. And um, suddenly they, they did not know, they didn't have that full understanding of what that meant to them. And in particular, one just is about to come in North York and, and uh, excuse me, and um, they are going exclusively for two weeks because of the March break. They said, we're going to just go exclusive over the March break, you know, because some people might be on holiday and so on. And then if it's not sold, we're going to MLS after the March break. And I said, okay, are your sellers willing? I was actually talking to the agent who was looking after these people. And I said, are your clients willing to take an offer before they go to market? He said, yes, that's why we're going exclusive. But because it's the March break, we're just going to do it quietly. Now, if any of you guys are out there shaking your head or rolling your eyes, you're totally, yeah, you're on the same page as me. Now, of course, at this moment, again, I always, we have to always watch who we're representing. Um, at this point, moment, I was calling uh, on behalf of a buyer, so therefore I'm representing the buyer, and I got off the phone, and my first thought was awesome. Wow. Great. He's, he's priced it low, anticipating a, for when he goes to market for, for MLS for a bidding war, but exclusively, he's got it at that low price. And yes, if somebody comes in and offers it, they will sell it. Because the seller wants to get rid of it. I, I think that seller wants highest and best price. And I would tell you that it has not been explained to that seller the way we've explained here on the show or the way I would explain to any seller what is just about to happen. So are they risking an expired offer then? Because somebody will come in and make an offer and then they'll, they won't know what to do. No, they'll sell it. That's my concern is because their agent has set them up for that. Their agent has said, listen, well, let's just use round numbers. We'll, we'll go out there at a million dollars. I think your place is worth one, one, yep. but we're going to go out at nine ninety nine um, and hold offers. But we've got two weeks till we want to do that. So why don't you give me the exclusives of nine ninety nine? and we'll see if we can get it for you. And then you come in as representing a buyer. Yeah, and now there's no other offers because it's exclusive. And I say, well, here's your $9.99. Or maybe I say to my buyers, listen, to 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 just sway them from not waiting to go to MLS. Why don't we offer them a million? million twenty-five. Or, yeah, or, yeah, something like that. Even though I think it's worth one, too. And, or even higher, quite frankly, based on some of these prices. So, um, 
I'm just shocked. Now, I can't call that seller and have that conversation because that's interfering with a contract. I can't do that. Um, if you're a seller out there and thinking, hey, maybe that's me because I just signed something like that, then maybe have a talk with your realtor. Um, but I, 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 I just want our listeners to understand. Now, I'll tell you, sometimes we'll sign something exclusively for a week or two while we're getting some marketing prepared for our sellers. And, and then we go to market, uh, we go on MLS. And in the cases where we are exclusive for a few weeks and my seller says, hey, I would take an offer before MLS if it's a good one, then my exclusive listing price is going to be higher. My exclusive listing price on this one might have been that one too. Right. So that way, if I'm talking to someone and they say, what's happening? I can say, we're asking one too. Right. Now we might go to MLS in a few weeks, in which case we're going to drop the price and, and hold offers. But today, if you want it, this is the price. Instead of this agent saying, well, we're going out at a million and this is our price is a million. And if you give us a million, we're selling it, even though that agent and myself both know it should sell for more. A lot more. So, um, I, I just, you know, I get very passionate about this. We've been doing it a long time and I truly care about the equity in our clients' homes and um, any any loss of that equity concerns me even more. But So it's interesting because what I'm hearing though is you are, you're not playing both sides, but you're understanding both sides. Oh, I understand both sides. I never play both sides. I, no. I always am fully aware of who I'm representing. Absolutely. Sure. That's what I mean. But you can but understand I, and yeah. empathize with the other side. Oh, it breaks my heart. Now, the other piece to this is, uh, regardless of who I'm representing, buyer or seller, look at, I do I want to be the realtor that causes prices to come down in a neighborhood? Yeah. I mean, look, it won't cause prices to come down in the neighborhood. Not one realtor could make that happen. Right. Not one sale could even make that happen. But um, but certainly I'm sad for the homeowners. Yeah. They've, they've owned the home for since the day it was built, 60 years ago. It's come to this. It's come to this, and it's just... It just breaks my heart because I see it happen a lot. They're kind of shortchanging themselves. Yeah. And so on that same note, um, I need to let people know in the last two weeks, we've seen another push up in those prices. So if you talked to a realtor even a month ago, two months ago, and they gave you a price on your house, and now somebody comes to your door, I ask you to give us a call. We'll at least tell you, hey, yeah, that's a great price. Boy, I don't know if we can top that. Or we'll say, here, let me send you all the recent sales around you that that because a, a price from two months ago might be considered very low today and that impacts i was just thinking as you were speaking that impacts what someone can potentially buy on the other end because if their house is suddenly worth more or there's a potential that they might get more they might be able to upgrade a little bit further on the other end that's correct qualify for more that's correct i don't know and and you know i'll tell you we've we've hit people where they did get the knock on the door they were off, made an offer the offer was higher than they ever thought their house was worth mm -hmm. they thought the buyer was crazy we're going to take advantage of this and what actually happened was after they sold it they went out and looked at homes and realized hey we didn't get enough to even go out and buy mm. we did not get too much for our house we might have even got less than what we could have gotten Again, if, if they haven't looked at the prices every day in the last 60 days, they might be off. And certainly if they're thinking back to, hey, I had an agent in my house last July or August. They gave me a price. This guy's showing up with that price. I'm happy. You're out. You're out 10 to 20 percent, depending on what neighborhood you're living in. Well, I think I told you this. We had one of those door knockers come by a couple of years ago. Right. And we really weren't considering selling. And, and he just casually asked, what do you think your house is worth? And we said, oh, 600000 And he almost fell off the stairs 
Kizzy went, no, I'm probably thinking eight to nine. This was two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so it just so goes to show you. So had someone showed up with even 700. We probably would have taken it. You might have thought, we, we just won the lottery and not known there was money left on the table. And that's the thing. I mean, yeah. we're not experts. We try and educate ourselves. We try and look at, you know, that yeah. website, MLS, to try and gain an appreciation. But the nuances of the areas and what it brings yeah. are lost on us sometimes. And, and I got to tell you guys, for those of you watching MLS.ca, love the site. Uh, we're, it's amazing. Uh, we're grateful to have a Canadian real estate association that puts it all together for you consumers out there. Um, it's only giving you the asking prices. So again, we know that many of our sellers are underpricing to go to that bidding war. So, I mean, when something's listed at 1-1 and you think, oh, that's my neighbor's same house as mine. And I got this agent at the door offering me one one fifty. Looks good. Sounds good. Not knowing that that 1-1 listing is selling for 1-4. So please, please, please take advantage. You know, there used to be an old skit on Saturday Night Live. I loved it. And she, I forget the actress's name. Victoria. Oh, Victoria Jackson. Yes. And she used to do a scene called Use Me. Use Me. Please use me. It was very cute. So if you go to YouTube, you can find that. Um, I, I think that all the time. Use us. We're here. We, we tell you on our marketing 24-7. Call us. Email us. Write us. Smoke, smoke signals. Yeah. Just use us. We'll, we'll tell you. Um, we can do more or you can do more or at least you can give you advice on how to negotiate your private offer my gosh i can't stand people leaving money on the table especially when it's their hard-earned money and it's your equity it's your wealth in your real estate you should get every penny of it it's funny you know i love mls what it does it's mm -hmm. a great tool it's a great way to spend some time every day and go and just browse yeah but it's <laughs> it's the equivalent to me of somebody going to webmd online reading a couple of oh, symptoms yes. and saying i've oh got this <laughs> you know i'm dying and this is what i've got it's just there's it's you true. have to be very careful you really need a specialist that will interpret those nuances and those factors it's true and tell you no here's the reality because three hundred thousand dollars difference or in my case three to four hundred thousand dollars if i'd sold for seven yeah huge difference life altering life altering it i wouldn't be able to afford my puppy now or the puppy yeah, chow the puppy chow he's going to eat a lot of puppy chow <laughs> he will so um yeah so it's just I just, you know, I just beg people to, for their own personal sake, reach out uh, to us if, if you're living in the central Toronto area. If you're not sure who the great area agent is, though, if you're in an area and you're not really even sure or comfortable calling that realtor, just, you know, you can call us. We've been doing this for 30 years plus, um, and we have networked with realtors all over the continent. So chances are if you're buying or selling somewhere in North America or in the United States, we're going to have a great realtor for you to call and at least ask those questions. Absolutely. And then there's, there's somebody there's, in Vancouver because I'm interested in Vancouver. I'm also interested in Florida. Are you, I've got people in Florida and, and that's a big one. Boy, a lot of our clients took advantage of that market a few years ago. Really? Which they're coming out of, but it's still a great market and um, there's some great opportunities. Florida, Florida Arizona, um, the Virginias, the Carolinas. Honestly, there's there's Wait, just decide where you want to hang out. And, and you, you wave your magic wand. <laughs> I would like a 200 square foot condo in Vancouver 
Uh, in my price, well, for my oh. price, price range. Yeah. I don't think I can afford it. I don't think there. you'll get a garage in Vancouver right now for that price point. Does that include the door or did, no? Did you guys, uh, you know, and I, there was just an article in the Globe, I think, that tiny little house, it was only a 35 foot yeah. lot, over $4 million. I and I, I just assumed that if they panned out from that front shot of that little shack, that we'd be looking over the ocean, but it wasn't even looking over the ocean. It was, it was just, like just a residential regular, area. Regular street. So if you think prices are high in Toronto and you think we can do what Vancouver's doing, then we're still, we've still got a ways to go on this. And ride. you think that's definitely a teardown? The, oh, the one that sold for over four? Yeah, they, 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 they you could see the, the shingles were worn and uh, it was an old little frame house. We've talked about a few in Toronto too that have been teardowns and just because of the land and where they are. Oh, sure. Especially on Young and Eglinton and oh, even yeah. up in this neck of the woods. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, All no, right. it's, it's, um, look at it, it's good times, but here's the thing to keep in mind is those rates are low. You can buy with a friend or family member. You can purchase something with the mindset that I can get in here. I can put maybe a couple roommates in, um, especially that you young folks, get a yep. roommate, put someone in your basement. You will, you know, get to that point where your income will go up. Hopefully if you're, you know, on that trajectory and you can get rid of your basement tenants, your, your roommates. There's, there's lots of ways to get in. Um, the idea is to get in. Yeah, and again, you know, I think um, it's a great way to do it if you get a house and you can divide it up and you get a couple of people chipping in. Lower risk for everybody. Yeah. Bigger, big upside for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just and a way to go. And we've got communities on the go train that aren't smack in Toronto that are still really reasonably priced. That's the other quick point I want to make. I know we have to go, but everybody I talk to, they think they need to invest on the same street they own on or in the same little pocket they live in. And I and I love Willowdale. I'm, I'm a North Yorker Willowdaleite. But when I'm talking to people about investing, quite often it's about let's do something out of this area where the rents will support a different price point and, and let's make this a smart investment. Let's not make this about an ego. Let's not make this about, oh, because one day I might build on the lot. Let's make this about where can I get the best return for my investment dollars because I'm not living in this house right now. I'm going to rent it out. I'm going to do something else with it. Yeah, and when we're talking 1.1 to 1.4, not everybody can afford two of those, our principal residence and then an investment. Well, so sure, because let's you're, you're going to get like, you know, $2,400 to rent these little old bungalows that you're spending 1.4 on. Yeah. You know, so now the numbers don't make sense Does at all. Does that cover the rent? No. No, no, or it does it cover it. the mortgage? No, it no. won't cover. So, so if it's a if it's a short term, like I'm buying this lot because my plan is to build on it, that's a different story. But if the idea is no, this is my ten year plan. We've got properties that you can purchase between five fifty and eight hundred that will um, generate rents of over three thousand dollars. And now the numbers start to make a little more sense. Hmm. We've got little townhouses that you can get between four and five. That will generate twenty five hundred dollars, twenty eight hundred dollars rent. Now the numbers start to make sense. So, you know, take off your homeowner hat, put on your investor hat, and and find the areas where the numbers work. And of course, you can call us for that. And where do they call you? Call us at four one six two three zero eighty five hundred or log on to realestatetoronto.com. We have added a lot of neat stuff on our realestatetoronto.com site as well. Um, in fact, we're we're still building it out, but you can actually go there, search by school district. 
and our goal is to get all the school districts in there in the next few months. We've already started. We've got a ton in there, and it allows you, if there's a specific school you're trying to stay close by, you can actually just press a button, boom, all the properties in that school district are going to become available. That is a time saver because I Huge. know when, when I was looking for a school, literally across the other side of the street was... A the, different school. Yeah. Yeah. So um, hmm. we're trying to make that easier for everyone. So, yeah, check out realestatetoronto.com. Or realestatetorontoradio.com where you can hear all of this right. wonderful information again and again and again on your own schedule. We are here 24-7, 365. Well, you go home at night. You go home. I'm oh, here. Okay. I keep, I keep the tapes going all night. Okay. We'll catch you right back here next week on Real Estate Toronto Radio. Thank you.